Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today, we are talking about all of the events from Thursday, June 24th of 2021. (laughs) So, you guys, I'm not really sure what happened to me today, but, like, I'm a very structured, like, I thrive in structured environments, um, and I create a routine for myself, like, very intensely, (laughs) and for some reason today... I just, like, forgot part of my routine, and the part I forgot was this podcast part. So, all of a sudden, it's, like, 5.15, and I'm typically, like, done with my outline. I kind of know what's going on in each of each, event, each country by this point. Like, I have a general idea. None of that happened today until 5.15, which is fine. Days like that are totally allowed to happen. I'm totally okay with it. Um, It just is really funny. I think there was a part of me that forgot what day of the week it was. Because even last night when I was ending the podcast, I really didn't think I had one tomorrow. And then I looked at the day and realized I did. So I think it was somewhat of that. Um... But then also just, like, I have been working on this new project um, that you guys will probably not hear about for um, a couple months, like, after August. But I've been working on it, and I just got really into it today, and, like, oh boy, I just completely forgot, which is fine. Um, Because at 5.15, I got it together, and, like, I've been spending the last couple hours, you know, just working on the things that I do every day. (laughs) You know, usually I try and space it out, but I did not today. Um, So anyway, today was a more average day than um, we've had kind of in the past couple of weeks. um, Where, you know, some countries didn't have some things. Um... And things were very standard. So, without too much longer of an intro, let's go ahead and jump in with the Belgian royal family. was one event today in Belgium. Um, And so today, Queen Mathilde held a digital conversation with the director of the World Health Organization. And so I don't speak French or Dutch, which are the two languages that uh, the Belgian royal household posts on social media in. And so I just assumed like, oh, it's the director of the World Health Organization. Surely this is gonna be about COVID. Well, it was not. I mean, it had a little bit to do with COVID, but it wasn't, like, focused on COVID. Um, So they had a discussion about the World Health Organization's contribution um, to protecting children against violence. Um, 
And so the piece that had to do with the pandemic was, of course, there was more of an up, a rise in um, violence towards children, but also domestic violence, um, just violence in the home in general during the pandemic when um, people were stuck inside. And so school um, and work for adults is an escape from the reality that they're living in if they're being harmed physically. Um, and so the discussion was like uh, about the impact of the pandemic and school closures on children who already suffered from violence, but then also like the creation of new things because stress is a horrible beast and it can do horrible things. And um, it certainly would have had new violent outbursts would have occurred during the shutdown when everyone is stuck in at home in the same house doing their jobs during school. I mean, it's just, it's awful. So that um, is what was going on. And so that was the conversation that they had. It was, of course, held over digital, um, some sort of digital communication. And uh, yeah, but I thought it was really interesting um, that it didn't have a ton to do with COVID. I mean, it certainly had some to do with COVID, but it wasn't like COVID-only discussion. So another sign of like moving, moving on. Um, so that is what was going on today in Belgium. So now let's go ahead and move over to the UK. interesting today in the British royal family. So kind of as I was recording last night, um, maybe right before or right after, I can't quite remember, um, I started seeing all of these things about um, in your reports. And so yesterday, technically probably today, the annual reports for the Sovereign Grant as well as um, the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall were released, which basically talks about spending. Um, and in the case of like Charles and Camilla's report, it talks about um, events undertaken, letters written, staff, like, etc. Um, it, it also talks about, you know, the budget of them. And um, it has caused some stir, as I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you are somewhat aware of. Um, I don't talk about that, a lot of the drama. I try to stay out of the drama um, in all of my families. So, but all of these families, they're not mine. Sometimes I like to think they are, but they are not. Um, But I wanted to say, like, 
it's complicated, right? Like, that is the story. It's not a full picture. It's not always super specific. Um, these annual reports, like, yes, there are very specific numbers, but the breakdowns are not always the most specific. Um, and at this point, we're, we're seeing more and more cases like this arise um, where a person on, like, one side of this world will say one thing and then it is given and refuted with facts on another side. Look, I think we're, most of us can see that. Um, whether, you know, depending on what side you're on, or not even, but like, you can interpret what I just said however you want. Um, it, but, <sighs> frustration. Um, so, then things became kind of quiet because the big story was going to be on these annual reports being released and not just because of like the drama um which is basically people lied and said they were cut off when the annual report shows that they were still given money anyway um but that was you know the annual reports are just a big deal in general so that is a lot of what was happening. Um, and then towards, I think this is technically a tomorrow release as well, but like, and I'm not recording tomorrow. So it was announced that Queen Elizabeth will be taking on Scotland week next week, which is, um, or Royal week in Scotland, which is when she goes, she stays in Holyrood, which is the official residence of Queen Elizabeth in Scotland. Um, and she'll take on a series of engagements in Scotland. I am so excited. I can't wait. Um, okay, so that is the, like, non-event news. Then we had the singular event that was publicized today, and that is the Prince of Wales held a second investiture ceremony um, at St. James's Palace. So I still don't really know how I want to talk about these long term. I think what I'm leaning towards at least today Day is to say, um, to kind of highlight the same people that the royal family social media highlights and just to share that that's what they highlighted. So for today, um, they highlighted two recipients of um, the royal honors that were given out. Um, sorry, I'm waiting for this to download. There we go. Um, so they highlighted 96-year-old Maria Green, who spent most of her life educating children on the importance of the impact of the Holocaust. Um, and then they also spotlight put a spotlight on Rudolph Walker, who is a star of a soap opera called East Enders. Um, but he also started a foundation to help develop creative skills for younger people. So that is what they chose to highlight today. Um, and I think that might be how I talk about it. I, I really don't know yet. Um, these are going to happen. They're going to happen a lot. Um, and we'll all get into a groove eventually. Um, it's just, they haven't happened in, you know, over 15 months. So that is what was going on. Um, now I'm going to take a quick peek at the court circular, 
Um, and while I'm pulling that up, I'm just very excited for Scotland week next week. There are, there are some other things next week that we will, of course, cover as well, but I'm mostly excited for Scotland week. Um, okay, so today, oh, you know what? They did tweet about this and I missed it. Um, today, Queen Elizabeth also held um, a digital audience with the new ambassador from Guatemala. Um, and this is just how they've been doing it. It wasn't an in-person audience. So, um, and then we have the Prince of Wales on behalf of the Queen held an investiture at St. James's Palace. Um, okay, this is interesting. Um, I don't remember seeing these events today, but this could be like, I didn't just, I just didn't look far enough. I thought I did though. Um, but today the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall visited Cartier to mark the centenary, the 100th anniversary of the London workshop of Cartier. Um, His Royal Highness this afternoon visited Lloyd's uh, and held a meeting for the Sustainable Markets Initiative. Um, And then the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge held a, or took part in a trustees meeting for the the Royal Foundation of the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. So that was all the court circular events today. I, oh, nope, wait. Um, okay. Yeah, that is what was going on there. Sorry. There was an additional event, but it all tied in. So, um, that is what was going on in the British Royal family. So now we are going to move over to the Danish. events today in Denmark. Um, so like I mentioned yesterday, I think it was yesterday, you guys, it's all running together. Um, I think yesterday, uh, whenever Queen Margaretha started her residency at Groston, which I really do believe was yesterday, um, I mentioned that she would be taking on engagements in the Southern Jutland because that's just how this goes for their, for her summer. Um, it will stop at some point, but for right now, like she's just going to take on some engagements down there. Um, and so today she held a reception for newly appointed officers of the Danish Navy. Um, the ceremony was held on the Royal yacht. Um, and during this, she also handed out like, um, the uh, uh, it, it's an award essentially for officers of each military branch but obviously today we're talking about naval officers um to commend s- new officers uh some new officers for their exemplary work um and studies and like just a um it's a recommendation made um that is then Queen Margaretha to Queen Margaretha, Queen Margaretha's responsibility to hand out those awards. Um, so that was also part of today's event. 
Um, it was really, look, I don't think I've made a super secret about the fact that I'm struggling with the Danish royal family this year. Um, they have started to redeem themselves in my eyes. This is only in my eyes. This is not like a public opinion or anything. It's my opinion. Um, I've just had a really hard time with like the lack of work this year. And I understand that we're in a pandemic, but like literally every other royal family figured it out. It just seems like Denmark either never figured it out or they never figured out how that it was important to share. Um, you know, it's kind of that you need to be seen to be believed in kind of thing, um, to have people's faith in. Um, and in the beginning parts, I don't think that was important, but like now in the beginning of this year, I think it was crucial and it just didn't happen. Um, that's kind of neither here nor there, but, um, I am still a little confused by this whole summer thing with Queen Margrethe. And it's it's very much a, a culture thing. And one, I'm an American, right? So, like, we take a week off in the summer for vacation. Like, that's what we do. Europe seems to take a month, which is fine. Uh, but then the royals seem to take even more than that. Again, I'm not judging. I'm not placing, um, I'm trying not to place my expectations, but it does cloud my thinking. Um, but anyway, I do like that they're utilizing the royal yacht. I like that they are utilizing, um, you know, the time and like they are having Queen Margaretha is having engagements down there. I, when I said that, I knew there were some things scheduled, but I was genuinely not sure how this would go. Um, and I'm still not. She didn't have this last year. Like no one did because we were living in the throes of the pandemic. And now we're living in the throes of like what a new normal is. So it's, it's an interesting thing to watch. I really enjoyed that they used the yacht though. That was really awesome. Um, so anyway, that was Queen Margrethe's event. And then also today, Crown Prince Frederick was part of the reveal of the flag bearers for the Danish Olympic and Paralympic teams. Um, so I don't know if this is an all countries thing, but there were, um, a man and a woman for both the Olympic team and the Paralympic team will be, um, flag bearers. Again, I, I don't know if this is like an all Olympics thing or if it's, I don't know. We'll see when we get to the Olympics or if more royals are involved in things like this. Um, we'll certainly see down the road. So it also seems like this was the reveal of their opening ceremony outfits, which is like a thing. Um, or at least where I live, it's a thing. So the the US team and like what they wear during the Olympic opening ceremonies is like a big thing. Um, it makes headline news like all day um, when it's finally released. I don't think it's been released yet. If it has, I missed it, which is a thing that happens because I focus on seven other countries. And sometimes I forget that I don't live in any of those countries. And so I need to like turn my eyes home every now and then, um, but also that's no fun. So I don't very often, 
but it's like a big reveal. We always pick our most extravagant designers. Um, like Tommy Hilfiger did want, did an outfit one year. Um, you know, it's just like a thing. And so I was kind of happy to see that this seems to be a thing in Denmark too. It was also shared that Crown Prince Frederick and Crown Princess Mary had like input or assisted in the design of the outfits, which I think is awesome. Um, so very excited about that. Also just like excited for the Olympics. Um, I think that's kind of like why I've become so invested in the Euro finals. By the way, Spain and Sweden both going to the round of 16. I forgot to mention that yesterday. Um, but it's definitely why I've become like so invested is it's because like it's a not a global, but like a big event where everyone is coming together to kind of do the same thing, um, which is what the Olympics are on a national, on an international global scale. Um, and I think that's why I'm like very ready for them because it's been, I mean, the whole past year has been us all coming together as a world against a pandemic, but like, can we do something fun now? <laughs> like, can we all still stay all on the same team, like, all part of a bigger world, but then, you know, not have it be towards something pos positive, like, that's what I want. Um, so I appreciated today's event, um, and it got me even more excited for the Olympics. Um, so that is what was going on in Denmark, so now we are going to move over to the Dutch royal family. <laughs> weeks ago, there was a situation in Spain where King Felipe and Queen Letizia had almost identical events, but like we're doing them separately. Um, and that's kind of what we had today as well. King Willem Alexander had an event and Queen Maxima had a very, very similar event, but obviously they were two separate events. Um, I don't know. I just find it fun when things like that happen. So today, King Willem Alexander visited um, the open studios of the National Academy of Visual Arts, I think. Um, and this was to celebrate the 100th anniversary of that organization and the work that they do, which is um, creating spaces, open studios, literally, to help artists have a space to create and also display their art. Um, so that is really, really cool. Um, so Willem Alexander took a tour, met with some artists. Like it was just a really awesome event. Um, and then at the same time or similar time, Queen Maxima was visiting the I Film Collection Center and Museum, which is a center that actually does a lot of work um, with film like movies um and so the museum exhibits film in the context of that film's contribution to current and historical artistic development um 
and then the collection is a place where basically every single movie ever is uh, in this collection and so they can use it um, to they have all the different methods of how movies were displayed like everything it's very intensive um, and so it was a really cool kind of center um, not to be another fashion like not to be a fashion podcast again um, but like you guys I have talked about this so many times and I don't want to like overdo it but I am just a very classic style person and I will never for the life of me understand why Queen Maxima needs a hat the size of a spaceship on her head. It's obviously not the size of an actual spaceship, but it is very large. And I just don't get it. Like you're inside, there is no sun. I don't know what's going on. It drives me crazy. Um, and that it doesn't like take away from the work to me. Like it just, I look at some of her outfits and I just, I sigh. And then I move on, but like, why? You are at an inside event. I certainly understand it a little bit more for in an outside thing. I, I do, I really, I promise I do, but like I still don't think it needs to be the diameter of Jupiter, okay? You guys, this is like my one flaw. <laughs> I, I mean, if we forget the past, you know, couple months where I had major problems with the Dutch royal family, like, then my most recent thing is like, please stop wearing a hat inside of a film collection center. It seems very unnecessary. Um, anyway, rant over. Um, but it did not detract from the work. It's just something that I felt the need to talk about. So anyway, let's go ahead now and move over over to the Spanish royal family. I forgot to say in the Dutch royal family section there were no events in the in Norway today. I talked about that yesterday, but they ended their week. Um, it seems as though they're going to be like taking a couple weeks off with just a few engagements here and there. Totally fine, um, and then back for uh, the tenth anniversary events of the July 11th terrorist attacks. So we'll see more of that then. Um, but okay, in Spain today, we had a couple of different events. One, I swear, was not on the calendar, but like, I can't imagine why it wouldn't be because it's it's not like a thing. It's not a huge thing. Um, but I genuinely don't remember seeing it on the calendar. So today, King Felipe attended the 2022 that doesn't seem right. Yeah, it does. Uh, Global Tendency Forum, which was hosted by the newspaper El, El País, which means the country in Spanish. Um, and so this is a, a forum where 
leaders of geopolitical and world economics come together to talk about kind of what the next year is going to look like, which is why it's named 2022, um, because it focuses on the year ahead. And I talked a lot about this last year because I think it was like one of the first events that King Felipe did. Um, or like maybe it was one of the only things that were happening that day. I know I talked a lot about it um, because it was fascinating. And I think last year might have been the first one. I don't know. Um, but anyway, so I didn't do a ton of research on it this year because I was much more invested in Queen Letizia's event today. Um, and as I'm realizing what the new normal is going to be for this podcast, I am trying to like invest most of my energy in just one event for the day um, for each royal family. I still, right now, I'm going to mention all of them, but, like, I'm going to invest more time into one versus the other. Um, So it's a big deal. Obviously, like, the focus is still going to be on rebuilding an economy, um, a global economy, and also, like, the interactions between, like, the diplomatic interactions between countries and how that all works. Um, so anyway, that was King Felipe's event. Um, and then also today, and this is the bigger event for me of the, of the day, uh, Queen Letizia attended the celebration of the City of Madrid police force. Um, so this is a very Catholic thing. I'm not Catholic. I don't completely understand this. I try, but I don't get it. Um, so there are saints in the Catholic church, obviously, Um, well, I mean, just in religion in general, but like in the Catholic church, these saints have jobs and patron, like they have things that they're responsible for. Um, they have quote unquote patronages. Um, and so today is the day of St. John, um, or in Spain, San Juan, Um, and he apparently is the patron saint either for the Madrid police force or like all police forces. I don't understand. Um, and so I was kind of confused. I'm going to be very honest. I was very confused as to why this is an event that Queen Letizia was at. I'm not going to make speculations on her religious beliefs or anything like that. She is officially a Catholic. That is that. Um... But, like, it's super not in her wheelhouse. Like, this is not a thing that I would have thought she would do. Obviously, not all of the events are chosen by her, but, like, this was not something that made a lot of sense to me until I started reading more about it. So today was also the 50th anniversary of the promotion of women into the police force in Madrid, which makes a lot more sense from the queen who is making like feminism her total complete goal, at least this year. Um, So that's what the focus was more on. (laughs) It just happens to be that there's always this celebration, but it's the 50th anniversary of allowing women onto the force. Um, So that's why it was a bigger deal. So it was a traditional military police event. Um, in which she reviewed the police force, um, very similar to when she'll review, or most cases, King Felipe will, you know, march and review the guard. 
Um, so Queen Letizia did that. Um, and then there were a couple of awards handed out. Um, and most of the honorees were women. Um, and then it also included the first three women that were promoted to the Madrid police force 50 years ago. They were present at the ceremony. It was lovely. It was very endearing. Um, and it made a lot more sense as soon as I figured out it was like a more feminism motivated event than a celebration of St. John the Baptist. I felt like, oh, okay, this makes a lot more sense. Like there was literally an oh moment like aha i understand now um so that is what was going on today in spain um nothing in sweden um they it's, they have a weird week this week it's like nothing's really going on um they are another family that takes like a weird kind of split vacation kind of thing as well um so it was just revealed earlier this week that Princess Madeline was back in Sweden, and so, like, they're starting that summer vacation kind of period now, but then it ends in mid-July, and then they come... It, Sweden takes a weird vacation time, too. Um, and because it's an almost normal year, we're going to see how that plays out this year. But there were no events today. There is an event scheduled for tomorrow, um, so we'll talk about that on Monday. Um, but that brings us to the end of this episode. Please check out thedailyroyal.com, The Daily Royal on Instagram. Like and review this podcast. Um, I will be posting on Instagram over the weekend. I've been doing this like kind of all month, um, but I really like found a situation that I really like. Um, so I'm posting a weekly poll on the weekends about like, what was your favorite event? So please go check that out. Um, again, it's The Daily Royal on Instagram. That'll go up um, on the day you're listening to this um, at, it'll start at 6 p.m. Eastern time, like New York time. Um, and each round kind of lasts like 12 to 15 hours, depending on what time I wake up the next morning. Um, but typically it's about 12 hours. There's always a little more time in the morning just because I don't wake up at 6 a.m. on Saturdays and Sundays. But um, anyway, that is what was going on. So I will talk to you all on Monday. Have a fantastic weekend. Bye.